Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Yes, hello. Welcome to another episode of Affirmative Murder. I'm Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime, Francel Evans. What up? Folks, we are talking to you from the past. That's right. This episode was pre-recorded, and uh, currently I'm in Ireland uh, seeing the sights of the world and uh, uh, hopefully enjoying myself, even though I have a bum foot. I did buy a collapsible, a collapsible cane, such as uh, Daredevil and Superheroes of the Likes, and uh, so we wanted to put something out while we were on a little break and so we are here recording Fran what's going on not much man just chilling by yourself uh not much man uh you know just packing and receiving all kind of you know uh you know you overpack because you rather be overprepared than underprepared right so I, I packed my bag yesterday and I'm probably gonna take all the shit out and decide on different outfits and all that kind of stuff I'm very uh meticulous packer and yeah. sometimes you know i'll be like oh i don't want this anymore or this doesn't go with this or i can't fit this in there so i don't want to wear these pants so yeah. you know that'll be my weekend until i leave uh but i hate packing I, I do the same thing and then like i'm like i'm missing something and then when i get where i'm going and i i got all this shit but i forget deodorant yep <laughs> it's always something man so i'm trying to you know i i have my my uh solution to that that i've come up with over the years is i pack outfits mm. as opposed to some people just go like, oh, I like this shirt and I like these pants yeah. and they just pack it all in. I go, on Tuesday, I'm wearing this. On mm-hmm. Wednesday, I'm wearing this. On Thursday, I'm wearing that. And then it gives you some kind of consolidation because you go, I know when I get there this day, I'm taking all of this out of the thing and I'm putting this on. Yeah. So that helps me in that way. But um, I don't know. I don't like packing either. But I am looking forward to the trip. Uh, it, it, it should be very fun. I've never been out of the country on the European side of the world before. How long is the flight? Seven hours. That's not too bad. So I downloaded two movies and I'm bringing my Nintendo Switch and uh, drugs. <laughs> uh, legal drugs. I'll probably take, you know, um, our flight there is a red eye. Mm-hmm. If I take, you know, one of the like Oxycontins that they gave me for my foot, I could probably pass out for like three hours mm. but then you wake up you still got four hours to go right so that's why i got a movie i got a movie to for the flight there and a movie for the flight back mm-hmm. i got my nintendo switch so i got options because i'm i you know i'm gonna I take it for the last three hours or the first three hours f- the first the first three. i like to wake up and then you like 
already in the groove. I like to okay, wake up you. at 30,000 feet. Yeah. You know, the drinks are coming. I like to time it even where, you know, I, I kind of pop up when the snacks come out, mm. get my snacks, <laughs> and then go back to sleep and then wake up from really wake up a couple hours after that. Uh, then I got my Oreos and, you know, whatever, ready to go. Uh, and I go, well, I don't snap. That's rude. But right. I go, excuse me, can I get a soda or something? Uh, and then I get, you know, now I'm awake. And then I get resituated, and then you know I'm I'm awake. I do my thing with music or whatever. Mm. But this flight is even longer than that. I'm used to flying to Vegas, which is like five and a half hours. Right. This is an extra two, so my routine is going to need to require some other entertainment mm-hmm. uh, means, and that's why I'm bringing my Nintendo Switch and I got a movie ready to go because I'm I'm I my sleep schedule on planes is like two hours of sleep, forty five minutes awake, then two hours of sleep, yeah. and then I'm there. But now I got an extra two hours. So in order to combat that, I downloaded this documentary about uh, climbing rock mountains, and I got a movie, like a weird uh, science fiction movie to watch. Probably I'll watch that on the way back. So Are you come, you leaving from DC? I'm leaving from Philly. How about that? Yeah, that's, that's why. Yeah, I asked. Uh, yeah, you can't leave from BWI to okay. go to Ireland. But we so we drive to Philly, uh, and it's a red eye at 9:30, and then we arrive in Ireland in uh, Dublin at. Uh, 8.30 in the morning on Wednesday. Hey. So if you're listening to this, I believe it is the the Monday. Of, uh, we've, been, we've been there for a week. So, you know, I'm sure I've put up posts and tweets and all kind of stuff. Hopefully everything's going good. Wouldn't it be crazy if, like, I, like, broke my leg or something, you know, and people are listening to this and it's been terrible. My trip's been terrible. Yeah. Let's hope that's not the case, but I just think, <laughs> thinking about that now, talking about it, that'd be pretty funny. Where yeah. I'm like, man, I I think Ireland's going to be amazing, but everybody's listening right now like, uh, yeah, no, he died. Yeah. You know, wow. he fell off a cliff and, and he died. So that'd be pretty wild, right? Watching that that damn mountain climbing movie. Yeah, I probably won't watch, <laughs> that was probably a bad idea to uh, watch to watch that on a plane because of the heights and yeah. that little feeling you get in your stomach, mm-hmm. you know, the, you know, so I don't want to, you know, but fuck it. I, you know, I live on the wild side of life, man. Yeah. Uh, but because we're coming to you from the past, we decided we're not going to really get into much of the current events kind of stuff because it's probably outdated at this point. So we're just going to jump right into these good vibes. Yes, that's right, folks. Welcome to another Good Vibes segment. Uh, Fran, what you got for me this week? My Good Vibes story this week is about um, a teen. These these are both high school, to, high school students. So rather than spending his hard-earned cash on gaming systems, gaming systems or goodies, mm-hmm. this teenager has been saving up money for the last two years so he can buy his friend a new electric wheelchair. Oh, wow. Wheelchair. Tanner Wilson and Brandon Qualls has been friends for years. Though both of them go to Caddo High School in Norham, Arkansas, Brandon has a harder time getting through the hallways. Since Brandon uses a push wheelchair to get from class to class, he says his arm starts to hurt um, from times, you know, using it extended periods of time during the day. I bet. Little did he know, Tanner has spent the last two years secretly stashing away all of his paychecks from his part-time job at a local car repair shop to buy Brandon an electric wheelchair model. Wow. Tanner finally managed to buy the wheelchair last month, and when he used when he used it to surprise Brandon in the class last month, he stunned teenager said the stunned teenager said he could barely contain his emotions. And Brandon said that they came in and my face just blew up. 
Uh, I was just crying everywhere. I was like, wow, I can't believe he did that for me. And they got a picture up there, like, outside. He got his arm around him next to him, and he in his brand-new wheelchair. Wow. Yeah, man, I love stories like this. That's beautiful, uh, man. Again, yeah. I just want people to be grateful. For sure. Appreciate, yeah. you know, it's people in worse situations than you. Yes. But what I really take away from that that I think is the most beautiful is... um there's this saying about like how blood is thicker than water mm-hmm. and you know that's been a saying for a long time but i i have people in my life you're one of them it's a small group of people that like are as close close if not closer to me than any family right so you should let those people know you appreciate them because the you know the people you choose to be in your life matter more because you mm-hmm. can't pick your family right. but you can pick who you you know, who you vibe with, who you think is a good person, who you think makes you a better person. So those people, unless you're a shitty person, then you're going to pick other shitty people to be yeah. around you. But, you know, <laughs> if you're a smart person, you pick people who challenge you and make you better to be around you. Mm-hmm. And you should let those people know that they're appreciated. I, that is uh, above and beyond, especially for 17. When I was 17, I worked at the mall. So yeah. if I wanted to buy my friend an electric wheelchair, it would have taken me a decade. Mm. Uh, so especially because I hated to work anyway. I'd be like, oh, my God, I have to work four hours in a row today. Mm. And so I couldn't imagine taking that money that you work hard for and spending it on another person at 17. Because right. I was, I know how selfish I was at 17. So very, Tanner is the one that bought the chair? Yeah, Tanner. Yeah, big shout out to him. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and I hope that his friend loves it very much and uh, he helps him get him around. I think he's doing a disservice to his guns, though, because pushing that wheelchair around will get you diesel. Yeah. You know? Well, but it helps him, though. So the wheelchairs sure. are much, they're much slim than... The, the electric wheelchair is much slimmer. Yeah, not bulky. And yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I get that yeah, for sure. I get that for sure. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm vain. Yeah. So I want to, you know, if I'm in a wheelchair, <laughs> I want to have a sleeveless shirt on and the diesel guns. Yeah. Throw the and I, I'll have the wheelchair with the, the wheels like they dip in. Why does it do that? I mean, is that that's like speed? a sports wheelchair. Yeah, that's for like basket, like yeah, the w- basketball leagues have right. like they like dip in. But I mean, like, what is it? I don't know. It looks what cool it though. Works, like, you can get rowdy faster. Or? I don't. know. I think you can really just check somebody with the with the wheels. Mm. They're more sturdy that way, mm. and it looks mad cool. A stance wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, uh, I I fuck with those wheelchairs. I mean, I hope I hope to never have to need one. But if yeah. I do, I'm having a baller ass one. With, you know, with the with the with the elbows bent. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, so I appreciate that good vibe story. Yeah. Uh, my good vibe story. I'm taking a personal night note out of Fran's book, and my good vibes is about me. Okay. And my good vibes is uh, I'm proposing while I'm in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is that is uh, my big plan. I'm going to uh, I plan on proposing on the cliffs of Moher. Uh Like I said, we're, we're uh, announcing this from the past, so. You guys, if she said no, you already know that. <laughs> so this is this is very uh, entertaining. If you're listening to this now, you know like, oh, I'm not coming back from Ireland. I'm going to stay there and just grow my beard out and herd sheep because I got denied. Yeah. So uh, that is my plan. Uh, you know, obviously getting hurt was not a part of the plan when I booked this trip and, mm. you know, all this kind of stuff. But I, f- from the time Ireland was proposed by my friend Les, I knew I wanted to propose in in Ireland because Sierra just kind of has this she thinks she was you know born uh, before and lived in Ireland you know what I mean like she feels this connection to like trees and 
green rolling hills and all this kind of thing. In her past life? Yeah, that's what she she thinks. She also thinks she hmm. was Native American. She thinks she was a couple of different iterations of people. I need to find out more information about that. I need to ask her about that. You feel free. It, it's, it's a trip. <laughs> it's a trip and a half for sure. But she feels this connection to Ireland. Mm-hmm. And I... I don't want. I don't think she's going to be disappointed because I know Ireland is beautiful. But I, she thinks Ireland looks like Game of Thrones right now, hmm. and I'm like, just be prepared. You know, you might see an Urban Outfitters or a McDonald's. Yeah. Like uh-huh. it's they're modern cities in Ireland. You're going to get that. But she thinks it's just like uh, vines growing on everything, and oh, and, gotcha. and, and we're going to take her to that. Oh, but right. I just want her to also be prepared for like you know. And Arby's or something. You know, I don't know. You know, but now, Ireland is an island, right? Ireland is an island, okay. yes. We are going to Belfast and uh, Dublin. So, and I don't know where else. I believe the cliffs are more in Dublin. And, uh, yeah. Oh, also. Uh, uh, you can you check that it. out. Okay. That oh, didn't work. Slot. Uh, that's that bling. I just slid okay. Fran the ring. Oh, baby. Oh, whoa. Yeah, what? uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> Got a little LED. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's, the, that's the add to the gleam. Yeah, oh, I highly man, recommend. I highly recommend that box. That's beautiful, man. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, Louise. Yeah, yeah. So, um, that 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 definitely put a dent in my pockets because I'm not working. My eyes. <laughs> yeah, that's that bling. Uh, so you know, uh, like I said, if she said no, you all, you guys already know that. You're probably laughing about that right now while you're listening to this. Hey, man, y'all putting the pressure on me, man. I don't mean to. I don't. I don't, <laughs> I, 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 I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. But you know, it, it. It. Uh, when you when you know, you know. Yeah. You know. Yep. So, uh, I don't. There's not anybody else that I could see myself building a family with and spending the rest of my yeah, life man. with so why waste any more time you know what i'm saying beautiful. so like uh, rabbit <laughs> <laughs> so uh that is that's my good vibes i hope that if if she said no this whole thing is hilarious because it's not good vibes yeah. but I, what do you I, already know the answer about yeah exactly that's what i mean if you're listening to this then you're like oh this isn't good vibes this is making me sad because listen to how <laughs> <laughs> listen to how hopeful and excited he is uh but I, I don't i don't anticipate her saying no i feel confident in that so uh yeah uh, this is my that's my good vibes for this week uh and what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick break what i'm gonna do is and uh in honor of ireland this is probably like the least ireland song to play it's probably i'm super poser and touristy but i love the song and um, i'm gonna give a shout out to sierra and i want to play galway girl by uh ed sheeran uh it's a very good song and it's about you know those kinds of uh picturesque things that are in ireland so we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we're gonna tell you some fucked up shit so stick around All right, and we are back uh, to keep on theme with our Irish extravaganza episode. I chose uh, an affirmative murder from Dublin, uh, where I will be going. So, my affirmative murder this week is the story of Francis McConnell. It is a short one. It's not incredibly gory and gruesome, but I just thought it was uh, 
an interesting one in a throwback to the past. And it's got some direct quotes from articles, and I love to read in accents, so we get a little bit of that, too. So uh, this is from an Irish Times uh, news article, and uh, here we go. It was an early morning in 1872 when Francis McConnell arrived to the door of the police station at Newmarket in Dublin City. The out-of-work builder's assistant had a confession to make. When McConnell told officers he had just brutally murdered a 60-year-old woman with a hatchet at his home on Cork Street, their reaction was one that he probably didn't expect. They didn't believe him. The victim of his crime, he said, was a woman named Anne Murray. For years, he had employed her as a domestic servant at 48 Cork Street, according to a report published in the Irish Times the next day on May, on Friday, May 1st, 1872. Is he just carrying this around on his hip? A hatchet? hatchet? Yeah. Back then, I mean, think about it. It's 1872, so it's different times. He might have been. Yeah. You never know when you might just stumble upon a gazelle, you Take know? Take it out, flip it in the air, catch it. Yeah, you know, it has skill sets. Your yeah. clothes are made of cow's hide and, you know, kind of tattered and your hair's all greasy. Mm-hmm. You might just have the hatchet. That's the blicky. Mm-hmm. The hatchet, it's a hickey. You know, you pull the hatchet out, you might even just throw it. Yeah, maybe in like a, a boomerang-shaped hatchet. Oh, yeah. You, throw you know, it, and then come and back. Slice of something and come back to your hand. Yeah. Now, you're getting more into, into fantasy world. That would be awesome. But that would be pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> I'm into that. The concept of that. I don't know how the logistics will work throwing yeah. something that's a boomerang shape that's sharp. Because yeah. it might come back, sling, you cut your fingers off. Possibly, now yes. you can't. Now you can't milk cows anymore. Yeah. You I'm know with what? You. Follow me. Take a Michael try. Be back. <laughs> I'm gonna go craft a boomerang. <laughs> uh, according to a report from the time, he had taken the woman's life by inflicting several cuts on her head and face with a hatchet. Mm. The woman then immediately expired, which is a very you know uh, detached way of saying she died, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> and that her body was lying in an apart in the apartment in which he had committed the deed. So he just walked in. You know, it's you know it's morning. You know, they got the bagpipes playing or mm-hmm. whatever violins playing in 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 the police station, and then you know, oh, top of the morning, oh, it's very bright. And a guy walks in, you know, pushes both the doors open, spling, mm-hmm. bling, bling, you know, the, the bell, <laughs> and he just comes in and says, like, I just killed a woman who's sixty years old, and they're like, oh, sure you are, sure you did. Why don't you go have a nice day? And they're like, he's like, no, dead ass, bro, I'm for real. I mean, does he walk in with a duster and a cup of ale? Probably. Is that a flogging? Over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Probably okay. had a flogging of ale. <laughs> uh, yeah, a flogging of mead. And he banged it down on the on the counter and it, it spilled over onto the papers. Oh, what are you doing on my papers here? I'd like to confess a murder. So that we just really painted the scene on that one. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely, he, he had duster vibes, <laughs> for sure. Uh, <clears throat> the claims seemed far-fetched, but this wasn't McConnell's first time in a police station. His prison record revealed a number of brushes with the law. In 1868, McConnell was fined for writing and publishing false and malicious materials. His next criminal act was in 1870 when he was charged with threatening. He posted bail on that occasion. So, you know, they all... They had all money for him? How much was I don't know, probably, you know, shillings. Probably, <laughs> it was probably like 17 shillings. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the, the crimes back then were crazy, so he got charged with threatening. You can get charged with, like... I charge you with skullduggery or something like that or, you know, some, you know, wearing your pants on a Wednesday without a belt. You know, they had all kind of madness, but apparently he threatened somebody and, you know, they, they put him in the paddy wagon. If that's a, I think that's a slur. So I'm not sure if, oh. if it is. I've been in Ireland for some time now it, it, when this comes out. So 
I'll know. If I'm going to ask somebody. Like, is that <laughs> racist? I'll know for sure. But for Why now, would that I'm gonna, be racist? Well, because P- Patty is like a last name there, like like you know St. Patrick oh, or whatever. Gotcha. And you know the the Patty Wag is basically saying like we put all these Irish people in this. Um, police van and put them mm. put, took them to jail. That's why it's called a pat. That's where it came from. We have yeah, paddy wagons here, but you know they're full of black people. You know, so that's fine. They call it that. Well, if there's not a bunch of Irish people, that's what I mean. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there's not a bunch of Irish people, I would say it's not racist. But if you got a bunch of Irish people in there and you call it a paddy wagon, that that feels like that's going into racist territory. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Because if you call it like a niggy wagon and there's a bunch of black people in there. Oh, I'm the, the whole city's gonna uh, revolt, and I'm gonna be at the front of that. That's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's not cool. So if it's patties, if there's Irish people in it, and you call it a paddy wagon, that's that's racist as hell. Don't do that. A niggy wagon. Yeah, a niggy wagon is be that's crazy. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, the inspector had doubts about McConnell's story, but he was kept in custody while a number of constables were sent to the apartment to investigate the claims. In the back of the kitchen of number 48, Cork Street, police discovered the body. Crumpled on a wretched bed, they found the ghastly remains of the old woman partially covered in an old quilt. Crumpled? Yeah, you know, probably, you know, folded up, you know. I mean, It's pretty disturbing. For sure. I mean, when, when think, that's why I don't like going to funerals because, like, it's just, a, it's, just, it's just meat now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you really could, like, if the if the casket tips over, the body's just gonna do whatever gravity does to it. The body's gonna land and just the arm's gonna go here or whatever. So you know, once somebody dies, you know, if you if they roll over onto the floor, they're just gonna be however yeah. the, they when they hit the it's like dice. Whenever mm-hmm. when they hit the ground, however they fall is how it is. So I think that's what they mean by crumple. She just was like in a weird position that mm-hmm. a body shouldn't be in if it was alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they found her just kind of you know just left in a in a in the apartment like he said. Uh. Found on the floor was a hatchet, smeared with blood, mixed with long hairs. Mm. According to the report, uh, <clears throat> I'm getting my bag real quick. <clears throat> the head of the unfortunate victim on the bed appeared to have been cut open three distinct in three distinct places, and the coverings were saturated with blood. I just watched Game of Thrones last night, so I'm really, you know. That's how they talk? In Game of Thrones? In Ireland. Yeah. Oh. I mean... Somebody who's Irish was like, "That's terrible," but I think I think I'm nailing it, so I'm gonna keep going. So you can't you can't tell me I'm not nailing it because I I watched Game of Thrones last night, so I know. Uh, back at the station, McConnell had already admitted to his guilt. There was no motive attached to the crime, but reports without going into detail, uh, but reports said without going into great detail that a number of documents emerged which may have garnered a motive for Miss Murray's murder. McConnell was brought back before the Southern Divisional Police Court on the day of his confession and in order to appear at the coroner's in, in order to appear at the coroner's inquest. So they wanted him to, you know, appear before court and, you know, basically give his testimony again mm-hmm. because the first time they were like, "Yeah, all right, man. It's 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. Why don't you go uh catch a chicken or something?" Whatever they were doing in 1872. Sounds like what they do now. So Again, see, that's you thinking like Sierra. I, I feel like right now in Ireland, somebody's like listening to uh, an MGMT album or listening to, you know, uh, Kid Cudi and maybe, you know, eating. No, I mean, he when he walked in there and was like, I did this. Is oh, that what you're talking about? Well, yeah, the conf- walking in and confessing? Yeah. yeah. Well, what are you saying? 
So when he walked in, they didn't uh-huh. they didn't believe what he yeah, said. Yeah, they didn't right? believe that's, what he that's said. That's what I mean. Oh, okay. I, oh, okay. I thought you were saying when I said go catch a chicken, I thought you were no. saying like, they probably are still catching chickens in Ireland now. No. And I was saying, well, you know, they probably, you know, like, you know, drive cars and not probably. They definitely do. <laughs> I'm more projecting. You're, I'm using you as Sierra right now because it really, she's like, they don't they have, have wagons. Have, like, wagons and, and, yeah, and horses. horses and stuff. No, it's a, it's a modern city. Like, I mean, they, they probably do though. Some of them. If they do, it's for the tourists, for like people like Sierra to be like, oh my God, it's like, it's just like how it was. And then some dude, when that five o'clock comes around, he takes off his like outfit and puts the horse back in a stable and he hops in his Jetta and he goes to a bar. I mean, is she confusing people from Ireland with, uh, like a, like a, um, like a medieval, uh, no, I'm thinking of, um, dang, what are they called? I forgot what them, never mind, fuck it. Oh, uh, I think she thinks that, uh, Ireland's going to be like a Renaissance festival and, uh, and, and it's not. <laughs> Walk around with swords, swords. Yeah, it's people going to be having like, you know, Hollister t-shirts on and jeans and, you know, living their life. And now everybody's going to be like, oh, good morrow. And like, take off a top hat. Walk past a, a night a night fight. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be that. Like, you know, the, the streets are cobblestone and, you know, I, I don't think that. Everybody that, eating drumsticks. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> Big chicken legs. And, <laughs> yeah, not, no, I, I, it's just, <laughs> it's not going to be like that. So, no. Uh, but in 1872 it was. So he he appeared before the court and, and you know gave his testimony again on you know once they really were like oh he was serious so he did that and then his fate wouldn't be learned until nearly two months later an entry for McConnell appears in the index of convict files from 1872 across from his name in the column where sentencing details are usually recorded says criminal lunatic written in red ink. And, you know, when you got sent to a, a, a nut house or a loony bin or whatever kind of, you know, derogatory terms they had for mental institutions back then, mm-hmm. they were like spraying you with hoses and doing lobotomies on people and electrotherapy. It was hell. Mm. They if you were any kind of thing, you know, how like people like a lot of people were being diagnosed and sorry to get off topic, but like uh, with, you know, Asperger's and, and these kind of things, I think it's something to do with the food because the numbers have just skyrocketed since the 60s like it's crazy how many kids are born with these neurological deficiencies Mm -hmm. like like an asperger's or an an autism autism is so prevalent now it's crazy and i just think something happened in the system of the world that is triggering it in people huh like genetically you mean yeah like Mm -hmm. it's some something is in the hormones and the food something is where it's it's on the rise yeah and it's not like autism isn't a disease like you know cancer or or or, or whatever or mm-hmm. you know and it, it it's it's neurological so yeah. something is going wrong at some point in the you know the gestation of a baby some something is in that I don't know if it's diet of the parent I don't know what it is I haven't done the research and maybe they don't know yet but for the numbers to be going up when we're talking about something that's not like oh I was born with one lung or I was born with mm-hmm. a small heart or something like something that makes sense where it's like you have a deficiency so it makes sense why you can't do this yeah stuff with the brain is 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 more complicated yeah but the numbers are rising so i think that that's weird but Mm. if you were any kind of if you even were a little bit off they were like oh you're crazy so we're gonna put you in a loony bin and we'll fix you you know depression but not really though 
Oh yeah, no, you just come out. And you're like, <laughs> you're just saying I'm fine because you don't want to get sprayed with a hose anymore. You're like, yeah. no, I'm not. I'm, no, I'm fine. But you're like schizophrenic. You see somebody in the corner, but you're like, I don't see anything. Mm. Please let me leave. And then they let you leave, and you, <laughs> you. I, I mean, just I can't imagine being born at any other time than now, where you, you know, there's medication and things. Mm. People can take things for when they're sick or whatever. Like if you had asthma back then, you just probably, you know, one of those days you just have an asthma attack and you die. Yeah, it's wild, man. We're talking about that. I was talking about that with Sierra last night. We were watching Game of Thrones, where it was like Sierra can't see at all. She's incredibly blind. I was like, oh, you just, you would just die, you know. Now she's a girl, so you know she's a pretty girl, so she maybe could find somebody to marry her. But like me, mm-hmm. if I was as blind as she, she can't, she can't read this. La- I have a laptop in front of me right now. She can't read that. What what's right here? Without glasses on. Everything's blurry. Up close, far away. I think she's legally blind. It's pretty terrifying. One day we were talking and uh, I was, it was, this was like two weeks ago. Is this small apprentice stuff or can she see you five feet away? She can't see me, bro. That's scary. Yeah. I was like, we were were sitting next to each other on the couch and I was like, really, you know, I was like, man, I know you can't see, but like, how bad is it? You know, do you think you're legally blind? She was like, I don't know, probably. I was like, can you read what's on that wall? (laughs) I was, you know, just you know, give her a little test, and she's like, "I no, no, I can't read that at all." No. I mean, she said, "I can barely see you," if, <laughs> and I was sitting right next to her, and I went, "What?" You know, when the that's when it set in, like, "Oh wow, you you are you really can't yeah. see." I mean, if she got in the fight and somebody knocked those glasses off, oh, it's a wrap. Yeah, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Everybody turns into it looks like it looks like everybody's just like a uh, wet painting. Everybody's just smeary blurs. Like Roblox. Yeah. So it, <laughs> so I if you were like that back then in 1872, wow. You just probably would just die cuz you can't you can't survive on your That's own. That's pretty scary. Yeah. I, she wears I'm, she wears contacts, right? She wears contacts. I've never seen her wear glasses before. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, she, uh, uh, she is really really blind. It's wow. pretty it's pretty crazy. Um so uh at a hearing on June 17th, 1872 at Dublin's Green Street Courthouse, McConnell was acquitted of the murder charge. We find that the prisoner was insane at the time of committing... Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Let me get my bag again. <clears throat> we find that the prisoner was insane at the time of committing the offense charged, and we acquit him by reason of such insanity. This is what the transcript read from the jury's verdict. No further mention of any other, uh, any documents or apparent motive in, uh, is made in his case file. What we, knew, what we do know is that McConnell had been in custody at the Bridewell... Uh, prison where doctors deemed him where doctors deemed he was insane on the day he murdered Mrs. Murray a brief uh, pro forma certification was received by the office of lunatic asylums at Dublin Castle on June 26th it stated that we hereby certified that we have examined Francis McConnell now a prisoner of Richmond Bridewell committed for murder and that we find him to be insane and we are we have the opinion of this case that he may be considered as curable and likely to derive benefit from a district lunatic asylum so basically what happened was he was found not guilty mm-hmm. he got sent for sent to a criminal asylum for a few years and eventually he got out uh so that is what, that was the <laughs> that was the punishment for men killing women back then he was like i don't know man i lost it and they're like you know what man you're a sensible man. Wow. And a man. So, yeah, man, she probably did something. That, we'll sing until, yeah, we'll get you right. We'll, you, you, obviously, you snapped. We'll get you cured up. We'll get you back out on the streets. That's crazy. That was uh, being a man 
1872 and being a white man kind of now still so uh um, that was <laughs> that was the story of francis mcconnell uh a man from dublin in 1872 uh that was my affirmative murder this week and what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back it's Fran's turn to tell you some fucked up shit so stick around all right and we are back folks once again if you haven't uh reviewed and subscribed to us on apple music we would love and appreciate if you could do that and uh in a in a timely fashion whatever works best for you um i I am working on some kind of contest uh to do soon maybe where you know whoever leaves the best review or something like that maybe we give them a t-shirt or something like that uh so yeah if you live out of country come get your own t-shirt yeah that uh that whole thing to get your own (laughs) t-shirt yeah uh uh, contestants only uh apply within the uh, continental united states uh that that whole getting one to australia was a, a doozy for fran so Sorry, uh, if if you live outside of the country, maybe um, come here. We'll give it to you. Well, we can do it. It just got they they go on to wait longer. Though. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was, it was a whole thing. It. it was a whole thing. Uh, but anyway, friend, uh, the floor is yours, please. So my further murder this week is the West Mesa murders. Oh, is it M E S A? Yeah, it's probably Mesa. West Mesa murders. Yeah, in New Mexico. Yeah, definitely Mesa. That okay, New Mexico, yeah, yeah. West Mesa murders. So between 2001 and 2005, 11 women were buried mm. by an unknown assailant in a Arrero Bank on Albuquerque's West West Mesa. Oh, wow. In an undeveloped area within city limits. Satellite imagery be taken between 2003 and 2005 showed tire marks and patches of dis- disturbed soils in the area where the remains were recovered. Jeez. By 2006, development had enroached on the area, and soon after, the site was disturbed this, the site was disturbed, buried, and platted, platted for residential development. Mm. With where the women were buried? Yeah. Oh, mm. that's how you get ghosts. Yeah. Um, due to the 2008 housing bubble collapse, development on the west side halted before housing could be built at the burial site. After neighbors complained of flooding at the plated, the plated site, um, due to the burial of the burial of the natural arero. The developer built a retaining wall to to channel stormwater to a detention pond built in the in the approximate area of the burial site, inadvertently exposing bones to the surface. Mm. On February second of two thousand nine, a woman walking a dog found a human bone on the West Mesa and reported it to the police. I mean, I do it. I take my dog on some walks. I never run into something like that. Well, I definitely sometimes I I will hope, but not really don't. You know what I mean? Hope you run across a dead body? Like bones. A bones? Uh, mm. See, now, if you were taking your dog on a walk around, like, a development area, you might have a better shot. But um, we live in Baltimore, man. Yeah. Like, like New Mexico is more... More deserts? Yeah. You know, where, where people would go bury a body, yeah. you know? And then it becomes a place that they're trying to develop all of a sudden. But yeah. before, five, ten years ago, it was just all oh, this was nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure, like, Vegas is built on millions of bodies. That's crazy. Because, you know, I mean, it's, Vegas has been around for, like, probably, like, maybe, maybe like, a hundred plus years now at this point, maybe. But before that, it just was, like, it was just the desert. Mm-hmm. So, and then also it's expanded so much that, you know, 50 years ago, a lot of Vegas wasn't there. Mm. So it was just desert. So you might drive somebody right outside of the town of Vegas and bury somebody. And now the Bellagio's there. 
So yeah, for sure, man. But that's fucking crazy. And uh, speaking of the um, housing uh, uh, crisis in 2008, you should watch The Big Short because I know you're into, uh, you know, um, what's that like uh, market crash or something? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. It's Steve Carell and uh, I think Brad Pitt and all this kind of stuff, and it really um, dumbs it down. It's a movie. It's a movie. Oh, yeah, shit. it's a movie. It really dumbs down what happened, and it was crazy. Oh. Yeah, it, it was what they did, what, what banks did to uh, home buyers at that time to make that happen mm. was crazy. It was, it was pretty crazy. And it's, out. you know, we, you know, homeowners now, and it's just a good movie to watch to understand because, you know, when I watched the movie, I didn't own a house, but now I know about, like, mortgages and mm-hmm. the, the subprime mortgages and all that kind of... I know what, what the words are now, mm-hmm. and I watched it again recently, and it was like, wow, yeah, they've really fucked a lot of people. What is it called? The big short. The big short. Yeah. Okay. That's so. So basically, because what you're saying is, the the housing market crashed, and then they were like, "We'll just leave." So it was always unfinished development, mm-hmm. right? And then they found the bones. Uh yeah. Well, they well, started to the, break ground there, right? Yeah, but they had put it to a halt because of the the, the market cra- crash. Yeah, the crash, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then people were complaining about flooding, and then oh. they went in and built some type of dam, I guess you could say, or something. And they stumbled upon. And then them. they came up with the bones. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Uh, so as a result, so yeah, so this woman was walking her dog, found these bones, called the police, and as a result um, of the subsequent police investigations, authorities discovered the remains of eleven women and girls, mm. and a fetus buried in the area. Oh, yeah, they were between fifteen and thirty-two years of age. Most were Hispanic, and most were involved with drugs and sex work. <laughs> so you know, nobody cared. Yeah, and that's why I did the stories because of the minority. Yeah. Of. It was just Hispanic. Mostly, I think it was just like one one African-American. <clears throat> um, so the remains discovered in 2009 were identified as those of the following women. Um, all of the women disappeared between 2001 and 2005. Jamie, Jamie Barella, who was 15. Monica Ca- Candelaria, who was 22. Victoria Chavez, who was 26. Virginia Cloven, who was 24. Selenia Edwards, who was 15. I think she was the... Her and Jamie were the youngest two. Mm. Um, Cinnamon Elks. Cinnamon? Yeah. 32. Was she the black lady? I would assume. Yeah, if I was going to guess, I, was, I, would, I would say that that's a um, government name. Yeah. Rest in peace to her, but that's crazy. Yeah. That's that's crazy that her parents did that. I, <laughs> yeah. I hope that was like a, and her that, stage name. Maybe she was that's like what a I was dancer saying. or something. You know? What would be crazy if that was her name and she was like in sex works? It's like. Yeah, they, you know, you got to give yourself like a. Um, if that was her government name and she ended up in sex That's work, what I mean. That's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. That's like bad luck. That's like being like, uh, you know, uh, named Candy or don't name your kid. Don't name your kid like yeah. sweet. Don't name your kid a household product And then she's a stripper. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like that. that's just, you, you, you're setting your kid up for failure because like what else can they do? Yeah. Uh, Cinnamon Elks was the oldest. She was 32. Mm. Doreen Mar- Marquise was 24. Julia... Neto, who was 24, Veronica Romero, 28, Evelyn Salazar, who was 27, Michelle Valdez, who was 22. Mm. According to the satellite photos, the last victim was buried in 05. Selena Edwards, a 15-year-old runaway from Lawton, Oklahoma, was the only... No. So Selena Edwards was the African-American. Oh. So she was the only African-American... So pretty odd. <laughs> Her name was Selena? Selena Edwards, yeah. Okay. She was the African-American... Um, why wouldn't you if you're so if everybody else was Hispanic Cinnamon Elks uh, lost me with that one yeah plus that's not even what you say that's not even cinnamon in Spanish cinnamon 
<laughs> I just don't. I don't like that name. Don't don't yeah, don't, don't 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 name people that. Yeah. Don't name people cinnamon. Don't name people Cleophis and don't name people cinnamon. <laughs> two podcast names for this podcast. Two <laughs> yeah. popular podcasts. Yeah, kill. Well, <laughs> not as popular as Cleophis. Cleophis. No, oh yeah, couldn't can't be matched. But cinnamon definitely shot to the top of the list as one of those names. I, I hate that name. Yeah. Don't don't name a person. Don't name a kid that. Don't put that on a kid's shoulders. Yeah, so Selena Edwards, who was the 15-year-old runaway from Lawton, Oklahoma, was the only African-American, the only victim from out of state. Michelle Valdez was fourth, was four months pregnant at the time of her death. Mm. So that was the one they found of the, the fetus. Mm, mm, mm. Um, on December 9th, 2010, Albuquerque police released six photos of seven other unidentified women who may also be linked to West Mesa. Police would not say how or where they had obtained the photos. Some of the women appeared to be Unconscious, many shared the same physical characteristic as the original 11 victims. The following day, the police released an additional photograph of another woman. This woman was subsequently identified by family members who reported that she had died of natural causes several years earlier. So they just got their hands on a bunch of They just putting photos. out pictures, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, on December 13, 2010, police reported that two of the women in the photos had been identified as alive and could have... Oh, so they really just found a bunch yeah. of pictures of Hispanic women and were like, these might be also victims, too. Yeah. Well, where do you get the pictures from? I'll, I, I, okay. It comes up. Got it, got it. But still, they just they got these pictures of who they think it is. Yeah. And they're like, all right, well, we have 11 victims, but these are also other victims that yeah. could have been in that same situation. Uh. Yeah, so the women in the photos that they put out, um, it said they identified as being alive and could have valuable information if they had been located. So on June 8th, 2018, more bones were found near the site of the burials, but these were later determined to be ancient and not related to the West Mesa murders. So again, like you said earlier, they just finding fucking bones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, man. Stumbling upon them. Right. Um, police suspected that the bodies were all buried by the same person or persons and may be a work of a serial killer. Yeah, they stumbled upon somebody's, like, a uh, drop site. Yeah. Who has who has since come to be referred as the West Mesa Bone Collector. Ooh, that's creepy. Yeah. That's creepy. Authorities also believe that the murders are closely linked to the annual state fair, which attracts large numbers of sex workers to the mm. area in the fall. And out of state. The girl yep. was out of that reminds me of um, who? What else story that was the, the same as that? Either we done or we made it heard before. Uh, Where people were. Uh, what's that guy? That the one that was never caught. Um, oh, BT was BTK caught? No, the Green River. Green. Which one? They they got a documentary for it. It was like um, what was this? What was the area they called where the lovers go? What was that one? Ooh, oh, the guy. That's Zodiac. That's the Zodiac. Yeah. W- w- Lover's Lane? Lover's Lane, yeah. That's the Zodiac? I thought that was I thought that was Zodiac, where he killed people in their car. He, yeah. He would shoot the... He would kill both but of them. But they were saying that he was only... When it was happening, he was like... He wasn't... He was there for something, and then that's why they never caught him, because he was just mm, moving. He was bouncing just around. popping around. Yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm going to say Zodiac, but I could be wrong. Anybody listening, if you know what we're talking about, please let us know. It could also be... Did they catch BTK? I don't know. I can't remember. But that, when I thought of that's when I yeah yeah that's no because that's crazy that's a that's a wild mo because yeah that's it's like you the 
I, the, a lot of the stories I've seen where people are able to get away with killing people for so long is that you when you kill people at random. Yeah. And it doesn't get more random than killing people who are at out of town. Like, they're from out of town. Right. Like, if you killed people... And like, not to put out any any ideas, but if somebody was to kill people when these music festivals come into these towns, like Delaware, when Firefly happens, mm-hmm. people you got people. I met somebody from Europe at a Firefly, and I was like, "You came to Delaware to see <laughs> to, to see the Foo Fighters? I yeah. mean, they're cool, but like, that's a that's a lot of money. Uh, if you killed that person, they're from another country. You have no mo, that's and then crazy. and then you are from another state. Like you came to Firefly from Baltimore, mm-hmm. you know, and then somebody is in Delaware from California. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, once the fireflies over, everybody left. Yep. So yeah, I mean, I can that's, see that if you nice. if you calculated that much, you could just come to Firefly every year and then when it's all over, it's like, we found a person buried over here. Yeah. When and every year that happens, you know, I I start, you know, trying to link that to one person. Yeah. Uh that's that's crazy. Um so no official no official suspects have ever been named in the connection with the murders. In 2010, a reward up up to $100,000 was being offered for information leading to the arrest and conviction of the person or persons responsible. Mm. Over time, a number of men have attracted police attention, though not named as full suspects in connection with the murders. Fred Reynolds was a Fred Reynolds was a pimp who knew one of the missing women and reportedly had photos of missing sex workers. Ooh. He died of natural causes in January 20 in 2009. And it could be it could be him. We don't we'll never know. Nope. It could be him. That shit. That lines lines up, man. He's, out of me, he's, man. A, he's a pimp. A lot of the women were sex workers. You know, he's got some sketchy photos. Yeah, I mean, like that could have been him. We'll never know. Uh Lorenzo Montoya lived less than three miles from the burial site. In two thousand six they were reportedly tired tracks. I mean, also you can if somebody lived like you said, if somebody lived in Delaware yeah. and just did murders around that time when it was a damn concert. Yeah. That's crazy how many possibilities it could be. He just, For sure. He's just doing that around that time to make it just to throw. And then you got an MO because you go, yeah, I was there around there because of the festival. Yeah. Everybody was there. The whole, ta- <laughs> the whole town was there. That's I, th- I feel like that's a really hard uh, case for uh, you know a detective. It's right. like trying to pin that on a person unless you find DNA. Like if you're just going off of uh, people's stories, it's like, yeah, we saw Dale there, but everybody was there. Yeah. The whole town was there. So, But I'm saying if you do it on that particular time. Uh-huh. And then don't do it. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah. Just it's like you're like you build up to that year. Like, oh, yeah. I can't wait. Like, oh, and then they they make you think like, well, the, maybe the, if somebody out of state that's come to here every every year, it's a bunch of possibilities. That's crazy. Like, just some dude that's like, oh, every year West Mesa <laughs> Festival comes around, I get to kill people, and he just holding that anticipation <laughs> oh. for a year, every year. I don't think no person doing that. Yeah, if you, I feel like if you're a killer, the compulsion to kill it. Yeah. I don't think you, unless. Based on me watching Criminal Minds, I'm not as you know I don't know anything about psychology, but a lot of times uh, triggers happen. So you know something bad might have happened at West Mesa Festival, mm-hmm. and then so now every time the West Mesa Festival happens, you snap. Uh, but then once it goes away, you're able to be you know return to whatever kind of normalcy you can be. But then every year it comes back, yeah. and the music or whatever, or seeing the lights or remembering something traumatic that happened there makes you snap, and then you know you kill somebody who fits the description. Your, maybe your mom abandoned you at the West Mesa Festival, so now every year you go kill a 55-year-old woman who looks like your mom, kind of. Mm, that's crazy. So that kind of thing can happen where a person can contain it for a year and the festival will just be the trigger to when they go commit a murder. Those are the most dangerous people that can control it. 
Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Lorenzo Montoya lived three miles from the burial site. In 2006, they were reportedly tired tracks leading from his trailer to the site. In December 2006, Montoya strangled a teenager at his trailer and then was shot to death by a teen's boyfriend. It was probably him. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I've moved on. Now it's not the pimp anymore. That makes sense. He strangled her to death or he just choked her and then the boyfriend came? Um, Strangled. No, it said he strangled a teenager. Well, I'm, yeah, he just strangled a teenager. Because, I mean, I, she has to tell a boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he came wow. back and blew, her fuck, blew yeah. his fucking brains out. Yeah. Now, I think it was him. The tire marks led to the site. He's hurting a woman. Yeah, I, I, I moved. I've moved on, but we'll <laughs> never know because he's dead. Nope. Uh, in August uh, 2010, police searched several properties in Joplin, Missouri, associated with the local photographer and businessman in connection with the West Mesa cases. They confiscated tens of thousands of photos from that man, who reportedly used to visit State Fair in Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Now you changed. <laughs> think it was him now yeah yeah, yeah no. in december 2010 convicted colorado serial killer scott lee kimball stated that he was being investigated for the west mesa murders but he denied killing the women in 2014 a breakthrough in on the decade old case caused albuquerque police to become interested in joseph blay regarding the murders blay has been dubbed the mid-school rapist for his activities in the 1980s Police say he would often break into homes of 13 to 15 year old girls who lived near McKinley Middle School in Albuquerque and raped them. That's so gross. Yeah. In one case, there was DNA sample, but the rape the rape test kit wasn't rerun until 20, 2010. Some backlogs, man. Crazy. Um, eventually linking Blee to the rape. In 2015, Blee was also was also a sus was. Blee was also suspected by police of killing a sex worker. His DNA sample was located in the inner waistband and belt of a sex worker found dead in Central Avenue. Um, Central Avenue is a notorious street for sex workers in the eastern part of the city. In addition, a tree a tree tag from a nursery was found in the area where the West Mesa victims' bodies were buried. It was tracked to a nursery Blee once frequented. Blee in the mid-school rape case was sentenced to 36 years in 2015 at 58 years of age. Okay, I think not. I think it was him now. I think, think it was him. I think it was him. I think it was. I think it was him. Now. I don't know. I think it was him now. So many suspects. Yeah. God. Then two of them but died that's because the case is so vague of, with the festival and nobody. You know. Oh yeah. See, you 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 start to try to. I appreciate. I don't appreciate as far as the Blee guy. His separate problems, mm-hmm. you know, how long that took. But I appreciate it sounds like the uh, the detectives in the case of these women cast a wide net. Yeah. You know, even how long it took. But it's a difficult case to try to crack. Yeah. But they cast a wide net and all the suspects sound like, you know, they sound like viable suspects. Everybody that you name is like, oh, this person goes to festivals. Oh, this person uh, was a pimp. This person raped people. It, it all kind of everybody sounds like that those are all um decent suspects but i'm I, I was just joking about the other ones the guy with the tire tracks to the site and strangled the girl mm. i think it was him yeah i mean like know. what other reason why he would be there he i mean he lives in the trailer too but yeah i mean these are it's, a, it's an unfinished development why would you need to drive right to where the site is yeah and the tire marks lead back to your place so that makes sense you go 
maybe you you know pick up a sex worker bring them back to your house do what you do with them kill them bring them back to your dump site and then you tried to strangle this other girl it didn't work out she got away bet you it was a kind of uh um this is me speculating i love speculating because mm-hmm. you, you can say whatever you want uh <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if this girlfriend boyfriend was like a a pimp sex worker kind of thing Mm. where it's her boyfriend, but also, you know, they make money because she has sex with people and, you know, her boyfriend's her protection. Mm. And she got away from this guy, went and got her boyfriend. Boyfriend comes, boom, kills him. But Blee had all the photos. That's where (sighs) they got all the pictures from. They talk about this on um, Case File True True Crime Podcast, Mm. Case 27. Yeah, I I know Case File. Yeah. Case 27 is what they and talk about. The case, that's, good, that's, a good, that's like the, they're like the opposite of this. They do, you know, in-depth research yeah. and the music and the, and then the, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, those aren't always my cup of tea because I'm one of the people who enjoy the um, the personal feel of it. Yeah, I but, like I like serial killers because they reenact it. Okay. Uh, I never listened to that. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. I like, I like that. Was that so, so was, that was that it? That was it? Yeah, that's... So, uh, this is a cold the West. The West, ma- yeah. Yeah, leave it to you. I know you love those. I know you love those. We will never know. We'll never know. I think that one of the (laughs) one of the guys that died is the guy that did it. I like to run with um, somebody from the fair, like that works there. Yeah. Oh yeah, like a guy that runs the Ferris wheel. Somebody weird. Yeah, carnies are usually you know pretty you know, or carnies and festival operators. Like Mm -hmm. oh yeah, I'm the one that breaks down the tilt a whirl when when we go when we go from here to. to uh, Westminster or yep. wherever, those people are usually kind of sketchy. I think it's one of them. Somebody from there. Could be. For sure could be. They definitely can blend in the background but see everything that's going on. Yeah. Okay. Well, I enjoyed that. Um, I'm going to not frazzle you this week right. because I'm confident that because, like, like I said, we're coming to you guys from the future, mm-hmm. I frazzled you last week. So... I'm confident in that. So I'm going to give you a break this week because I okay. frazzled you last week. I know you're probably super embarrassed. It's probably super easy sounding and then you got it wrong and then mm-hmm. you're still recovering from the embarrassment. So I mean, I'm is a, this from the future or the past? We're in the we're in the future right now. Okay. You said the past in the beginning of the episode. Well, what? I said you coming from you. From the well, past. no, we are coming to you. No, we're in the Okay. okay. <laughs> I'll get confused. Okay. We're in the past. Right. Right now. Yeah. So that's why I told him that. Okay. But- an episode has come out after this one or uh, an episode has come out before this one and I right. frazzled you in that one. Okay. So that's, that's in the past too, actually. Yeah. yeah it was all in the past. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, you're this right. Yeah, you're right. I had to talk it through. <laughs> I had to talk it through and get there. Yes. Both the episode, this, you were correct this in is the from the, the episode. This is from the past and the episode that where I frazzled you. Cause I know I did last okay. week. I know for a fact, even though it hasn't happened yet, mm-hmm. I frazzled you. So I'm giving you a break now. Okay. Cause you got me last week. Cause I got you last week. Yes. Yeah. In the past, gotcha. not future. None of this mm-hmm. is anything to do with. I mean, if, if all this goes wrong, this is a terrible episode. Yeah, if I die, <laughs> if I die, don't frazzle you. Sierra says no uh, to my proposal. Uh, it's like the worst way for somebody's life to go. Yeah. So let's just hope everything goes this the way I This might be I the said. last episode of... Uh, oh, yeah. No, I've if she of- says no, I'm not coming back. From, I'm going to just stay in Ireland and become a sheep herder. <laughs> This might so, be the last episode. So this might, folks, this might be the last <laughs> episode of Affirmative Murder. If it's not, we'll see you guys next week. And, uh, you know, be safe and, uh, you know... Wish us, wish us luck in our future endeavors, mine specifically. Jesus.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 